Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So, today I am sitting in a beautiful location in Tahuna Nui in Nelson with a beautiful human named Rich. So Rich, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about yourself and what you love in this life. Mm. Yeah, kia ora. My name is Rich. Um, I guess first of all, I am a father to two beautiful daughters, um, Indian Amber, aged eight and six. Um, my day job is a plumber gas fitter. Um, and I guess my passion currently in life is probably mindset or learning different ways people's minds work and, and what triggers my mind and what brings me happiness. Um, and working with fitness and nutrition at the moment is my goal. Mm, amazing. Mm. This is so funny because Rich and I have been talking literally for the last two hours about everything you could possibly think of under the sun. <laughs> and only now have I asked him over cacao if it's all good for us to move into podcast central. So... Now we can forget that this recording is here because I'm getting all hot. <laughs> um, ah! <laughs> so, secret ingredient. We won't share that right now, but I'm definitely going to use this in the future. It's <laughs> definitely a secret. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of mindset, what's something that's really important to you to have a really good day? Um, I think pushing yourself or challenging, challenging yourself early in the day. So, um, for me, I get up at 5am and Whew. my challenge is to go to the gym and push myself to the edge of my potential. Um, and then I leave the gym and I pat myself on the back and I congratulate myself. And then everything else in the day is really simple and easy. So, in terms of the congratulations... My perception of that would be around the prioritization of your own personal goals, right? Correct. It's like you said before that you are a plumber as a day job, I could probably say. Mm. But like taking that time in the morning, okay, it's 5am and that's fucking early. Like for some people. Bit. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I, I guess it depends what time you go to sleep, eh? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but what is time? Yeah, that's so true, as long as you get your amount of our sleep right that's right and so yeah what is that congratulations is it in relation to that or something a little different it's congratulations to taking yeah, time for myself so mm. i've prioritized myself over my work over <laughs> everything else yeah. but i've set myself up to this point where it's like i've now got my i've squared myself away now i can go to work knowing that i have done what i need to do for myself i can get myself to work and, and throughout that day feel, um, you know, I haven't given all myself to work because I've actually just given myself three hours effectively. I've, I've, I've gone to the gym, I've come home, I've, I've, I've hydrated at the gym to start with, I've mm. done my mental challenging at the gym and then I've come home and fed myself a nutritional breakfast and I've had time to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not waking up dehydrated, rushed, stressed, rocking up to work, mm. thinking like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm kind of work with a plan of accomplishing my day but I've also accomplished my morning I've dominated my morning mm, mm -hmm. so in the lead up to this point like it sounds like you've got a reference to you know what a, a 
not so good setup for your morning would also look like. Yeah, fully. Do you want to speak a little to the experience that you've had in the lead up to designing your day in this yeah. way? Yeah, so definitely. So I have always been a morning person. I've always been highly motivated, but I went through a bout of depression and I found there was a long period of me. Can you just ask me the question? <sighs> okay. Yes, I would ask you the question again if I remembered it. So, what was, what was it was around? <laughs> it was around a setup for a not so good day, was oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you had just shared that you had been through a bout of depression mm. and waking up in the morning. Yes, so waking up in the morning and turning to my phone and scrolling through my phone right up until. So I'd start up at 7.30, I'd scroll on my phone until 7.20. Ooh, yeah, I see. Get up, or like 7, 10 past 7, get up and brush my teeth, half-ass pack my lunch, bowl out the door, um, go to work and be like a fucking possum in the headlights, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Mm. So not set up, not hydrated, mm-hmm. not motivated, mm-hmm. haven't done anything for myself, haven't fed myself properly, um, almost caught off guard as mm. to what the day's going to throw at me. So then I'm left scrambling and troubleshooting um, the whole day. Mm, and started also with that sense of comparison, looking at other people, what everyone else is up to, rather than the focus on yourself, eh? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To totally resonate re- with that. Reflection yeah. on my day. Have, where, did, where did I sit today? Mm. Having that early start gives you that opportunity to reflect on how are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. How is the body responding? How is the mind responding? How is the mind... Does the mind need some tweaking? Like, is it a bit, um, you know, hesitant? How was mm. the sleep last night? Like, yeah. is that what's affecting my performance today? Do you know what I reckon is so interesting? Some people still perceive the mind and body to be separate units, mm. right? Yeah. And, like, that they're working in no relation to each other. Yeah. At any point in your journey, have you felt like that? Yeah, yeah? definitely, 100%. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally disattached from the body. Mm, interesting. Well, I guess like shutting the body down consciously as well. Mm-hmm. Shutting the body down so you don't, maybe don't feel those effects as mm-hmm, much of mm-hmm. what you're doing to your body. Putting yourself through that torture so you mm. numb the body. But actually now I'm trying to activate the body so I can feel the torture, so I can embrace the torture to harden the mind and sharpen that. Sharpen that mindset. Mm. And when you say torture, to me, the the translation is like, you know, we talk about stress a lot and how it's really bad, but what you're saying there is like that stress in the morning of you at the gym is the good type of stress, yeah, right? Yeah, it's 100%. like that adaptation to the body where it yeah. a- allows you to be better and function optimally. Correct. Yeah. And the mind does crave healthy stress. Mm. It, need, it needs it. You need to mm-hmm, push yourself mm-hmm. into those uncomfortable positions. I mean, life's uncomfortable. So the better you can deal with uncomfortable positions or circumstances in your life, the better you can conquer life. <laughs> yes, it's like, so true. Embrace it and welcome it, eh? It sounds like such a cliche thing to say, eh? Like, mm. what is it? Put yourself in the uncomfortable to make yourself comfortable. But it's so fucking true. Yeah. It's, it's so true. So true. Okay, so in your practice, like, so far you've shared your... Yeah, essentially the way that you set up your day in the morning. What are some other ways that you really like to challenge that comfort aspect of, you know, your human body or your human design? Um, challenge it. So, I mean, a lot of a lot of reading is definitely yeah. a good way to challenge. Looking at how other people 
sea things. Mm. Um, cold swims in the ocean. Um, yeah, yeah. Sweat lodges. Ooh. Um, yin yoga. Mm. That's that's a classic. That's sitting with uncomfortableness. It's mm-hmm. um, practicing cultivating patience. And even being still for that amount yeah. of time. It's a, it's a challenge, right? I have to take myself to a yin class, otherwise I'm a fidgety mess. Like mm. honestly, if I put a, a yin class on YouTube, I'm just like fidget, <laughs> yeah, fidget yeah. over here. And like intentionally have to really draw myself into like, okay, you're going to find this position and just stay there. So for those who are not, oh, just say up to date with what yin is, do you want to t- like speak to that a little bit? Because I know you're pretty... Yeah, so for me, I find yin is a form of medicine. So yin, yin is um, taking a yoga pose. Um, so there's, there's four phases, which is you create a shape um, and then you reside to remain still in that shape. Um, the hard part. Which is the hard part, <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is um, yeah, it is literally like I'm going to sit here and, and whatever comes up, I'm just going to breathe through it and, and acknowledge it and carry on. Um, mm-hmm. And I find when the mind starts to drift, it's, it's an invitation to go a bit deeper um, with that pose to, to activate the spots you're trying to activate. Um, so holding that, holding that pose for five minutes or more, um, and then coming out to the rebound, which is where the, that's, that's also where the medicine is, is, is coming back to laying on your back in Shavasana and your body is just charging with blood flow, um, and the mind is just in heaven. That is my favourite bit. Yeah. The rebounds are it. Mm. When you do a class, like once you've been doing yin for a little bit, and you do a class that doesn't have rebounds, I'm like, oh, it's just not the same because you can really feel the difference in your body, eh? Yeah. And the blood flow, I think, I was saying to Rich earlier, I've been having a little bit of stagnation in one of my hips. And what I notice when I'm doing like pigeon or, or something to like, stretch it out when I lay back in Shavasana it's just like an actual pumping of the muscle like the blood is coming back yeah and it's probably like a similar thing to massage eh? like mm. when you apply pressure and then you take it off it's like the blood can actually get back in there yeah 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 100% yeah crazy it's, it's um it's beautiful I mean it's ebbs and flows right there's mm. what's it's, it's almost like yin and yang in yoga there's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a yin yoga practice but there's also a yin and, y- yin and yang aspect to it as well mm-hmm. i mean life is yin and yang and um we're so um focused on the yang of, of going out and doing shit and achieving stuff and it's like we need the yin we need to calm the fuck down like <laughs> yeah. calm our mind and like give our body some time like check in with our body and give it some time to restore itself mm-hmm. and so when you say we need that time to slow down i know that yin is one of the ways that you would you know start to speak to people about actually doing that mm. are the other practices which i know you're going to say used to actually <laughs> <laughs> what are the other practices that you you think are really important for people in this like 21st century this modern day world what are the what are like those important practices to come home to the body um come home to the body i mean there's 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 breath work there's meditation, there's even journaling. I mean, you can journal how your body, you can check in with your body and, and write down uh, the fact of just doing that, checking in with your body, like a, creating space, right? Mm-hmm. That's what all, we just need to create some space and implement some tools to check in with ourselves, check in with our body. Um, going for a run, you can, I mean, you're 
constantly checking with your body. You can constantly be in your physical body mm-hmm. checking out how mm-hmm. am I feeling. Um, many different ways to do it, yeah. So you can literally do anything, eh? Like, from what you're saying there, you can be still. Mm-hmm. You can be doing something that's creative, as in writing or, like, even painting, I suppose, if that was your jam. Yeah. But also that aspect of moving is, like... I think back to my journey and and relating to when I first started exploring the mind concept. Like, being still for two or five minutes was just fucking absurd. Why Mm. would I be doing that? And I found it real hard. Like, super... And that's where breathwork came in, for me in particular. And not just sitting breathwork, but, like, running. Doing breathwork while I was running because I was thinking about my body and asthma, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I think that... Yeah, that physical movement and making that a really intentional space is certainly a connection to the body in in more ways than we probably realise. Yeah, hey. definitely. Like, Super important. Yeah. In, in terms of running, um, what do you think is a, is a driver for you while you're out there, you know, I'm going to say beating the pavement, but that's, <laughs> I don't know if you run on Tarsiel or if you oh, run I on do, tracks. I do both. Um, pounding the pavement, yeah. <laughs> you can call it that, eh? Um, it just sounds like Shin, shin Split yeah, Central. Like, yeah, like Ouch. <laughs> that's um, not what we're going for. Just, no, <laughs> just to clarify. No, no. no. Um, so I like to, for me, I like to think of running as blowing up the cobwebs. So <laughs> blowing up the cobwebs of the mind. Like, nice. Once you, for me, once I start running, there's nothing else I can think about apart from running. Like, there might be some tension in my life, there may be some um, hostility towards someone, or and I'll start running, I might be thinking of that situation, but it doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Soon I'm in my body, I'm running, and I'm in this, you know, they call it the runner's high, like you get to that happy place um, where you are in the present moment. What, what right in front of you is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find my mind will have these almost epiphanies or these ideas and they, they're great ideas and they come at great moments when you're in the flow. So you're energetically moving um, and the mind is running on, in a good good pace. Mm. And, and when you're talking in the flow, you're meaning the present? Like you're in a space of now, right? Correct, yeah. You're not caught up in what was happening previously. You're not caught up in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like if I was running now, I haven't done like a proper run for ages. I'd be like so caught up in actually being able to breathe. <laughs> but I mean, it's been prison, right? Yeah, yeah, true. It's <laughs> You're like, in oh, this your is, body. Yeah, this yeah. is struggle street. That's it. Yeah. And nothing else is going to bother you apart from being able to breathe. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. perfect, eh? No issues. Again, making yourself uncomfortable. That's it. And I suppose that translates when you're putting yourself in situations to try something new or for the first time as well Mm. it doesn't have to necessarily be in these physical aspects of like being in the cold or running or being super active yeah it's like it can be in a social situation as well eh 100 percent. yeah yeah have you got anything in that space that you feel would be worth sharing yeah i mean i i i'm not the most social person i'm the most i'm I'm quite a bit of an introvert so i'm not the most outgoing person um that's definitely an area that i need to work on that's so interesting that's not my perception yeah true Um, i'm definitely not the um, most, I don't know, um, I wouldn't go out of my way to make a conversation with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a challenge that I do work on, definitely. Um, and give myself little missions to go and have a chat mm. with someone, which is cool. It's very empowering when I do it, because it's like, that's cool, like I can, I can actually do it. Um, 
So what would my advice be around that? I guess um, you can set little miniature goals for yourself. That's, mm-hmm. that's how that's the way I approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's many different ways to um, to set goals, and, and it doesn't just have to be all physical. Mm. It could be, it could be as, you know, picking up a book and reading ten pages a day. Yeah. Um, you know, drinking two liters of water a day. Um, there's so many ways to challenge yourself. And then also like, but when you, whenever you start your challenge, you need to make it um, achievable. Mm. And then you also need to reward yourself um, by praising yourself, which is super important. Mm, definitely, yes. That's a huge part that's kind of missed in um, that sense of succession, eh? Yeah. You know, like I find that, well, pretty much with everyone, even PT clients, but mainly those in, in busy lives, which is everybody. Yeah, <laughs> It's like we forget that piece of like celebrating that at some point this is what we wanted and now we, f- now we fucking have it. Yeah. And we're not even celebrating the fact that we've got exactly what we wanted. And yeah, I think we've talked about this a lot today in terms of ancient cultures. Like that's literally what they would do. Mm. You know, they would spend time in community celebrating what had become manifest, whether it be like throughout the lunar cycle, even as in monthly, or you know, I don't know, person by person. But I just think that's something we can do so much better. Hundred percent. Tall yeah. poppy syndrome in New Zealand is yeah. like terrible. Eh? Cut him off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and celebrate your mates. Like, mm. congratulate them. The small things, like, or acknowledging where they've changed, because they'll also they may start returning the favour. Mm, um, true. If we can change the, the script. <clears throat> and you you mentioned setting little goals for yourself. Mm. I mean, you were saying that I was thinking, so, such a masculine way of working. Like, <laughs> there's been a few things today that you've shared. I'm like, yeah, you mentioned um, in the men's circles that you hold mm. that you really like to provide structure. Mm. Would you mind speaking to that a little bit, and and maybe not even necessarily on like a man context, but like a human context of like yeah. why structure is important for the human psyche? Yeah, so I mean, from early childhood, you a child will perform better if they have structure. They'll feel more secure. Um, they'll feel safe. They know what to expect. There's no second guessing. Um, so. Structure, personally for me, is is huge in my life. Um, And I think if anyone can implement some form of structure into their daily routine, um, they can see places where they can tweak or change to suit the next day. I mean, the structure can change. Mm. um, But it gives them some sort of safety of knowing where they're they're at for the day. Um, So, in my men's circle, I create structure to provide the men with um, safety and um, some sort of knowing of what's coming up so they're not um, faced with something unknown mm-hmm. it's going to frighten them and that's, ease them into it yeah that safety aspect is so important right yeah it's like if people have more of an understanding logically what they're in for or like what's to come mm. helps them open up that little bit more yeah, that's yeah, right. it's you were talking safety on like nervous system level as well, Correct. right? Like yep. humans love to know, even if it's perceived differently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have a visitor. <laughs> what have we got? Yay! <laughs> Hello. Hello. Kia ora. Hi, baby. Hello. So we're just talking about safety. <laughs> you know, like you do. Do. Yeah. 
Jake yeah. has just finished yeah. jiu-jitsu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Short babe. Would you like to sit down? Yeah. Cool. Do you do jiu-jitsu at, um, just down here on Tahuna? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're looking into that, actually. Yeah. You're looking all sweaty and hot. <laughs> yeah. It's got absolutely dominated by Lewis. <laughs> Yeah, what do you mean, dominated? He's just a, <laughs> he's just a big unit that's yeah. mobile and knows jiu-jitsu well. Man, that shows yeah. how important it is to be mobile, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, strong and mobile. Yeah. Funny, were there many people there? Yeah, there was heaps, eh? It was good. It was were, cool. Were there females there? Yep. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. How long have you done it for? <clears throat> Not long. I'd done it for about, what, two months last year. And then cool. That lockdown happened. Yeah. And I was working all through that and then just didn't really get the time to go back after, yeah, basically, and till now. Awesome. Good on yeah. you. Such a, I find combat sport so primal, like, yeah. now, like you need to do it, eh? Like, you gotta. Definitely. It's a good way to release. <clears throat> get a release in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good. Do they teach you, um, is it a teaching class or is it just to go for it? Uh, no, they, te- they teach you, so yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty good. They've got like a fundamentals class and then um, more advanced class. And then after that, they have <coughs> rolling, which is just sparring. And yeah. Mad. So yeah, no, it's definitely good. Yeah, cool. I might have to check it out there because I'm craving some combat sport day or some martial art. Yeah. Yeah, get discipline and. Um, a release definitely have some emotional attention, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely needed. <laughs> yeah, it is. Definitely. She's a man these days. Yeah. There's so much stuff we can't do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're primal <coughs> beings and we're not allowed to do half the things. Yeah. So, yeah, doing it in a safe environment's good. It is, definitely. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Do you enjoy this one this morning? Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Yeah. yeah it's always good to get in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just wakes you up a bit and... Yeah, yeah, good way to start the day. Yeah, even if you don't want to do it, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty beautiful with the um, the sun not risen, so it was quite yeah. dark and real calm. Yeah. It's awesome when it's raining as well in the sea. Yeah, it was real cool, hey? Yeah. And those waves were massive this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you had to like watch the money, I thought to make up on you. <laughs> Jake and I were laughing at that because we were like, on the west coast, this would, this would we would get this in a lake, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, I... <laughs> it was really nice though. Mm. Nice to be back in community doing things like that. Yeah, it was cool. Cool group of people, eh? Pretty cool people. Yeah. Definitely. So interesting to explore that sort of thing when you're travelling, whether it's in New Zealand or not. Mm. You always end up meeting really epic people, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. People definitely make a place. Mm. So we were just talking about structure, babe. Mm-hmm. What is, what's your take on structure? It's good. Yeah? yeah. You like structure. <clears throat> oh, well, it's needed if you want to. If you've got goals set, it's definitely needed. <laughs> so masculine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And if you, yeah. Otherwise, if you're just a bit wishy-washy within what you're doing, you're not really heading towards, like, if you don't have that structure set in place, you're not going to really get to it like if you're like oh, I'm going to train up for a jiu-jitsu comp and then you're like oh I'll just have this week off and do this instead mm. it's like 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need the structure of like showing up every day. Mm. <clears throat> what ways do you feel like you show up each day? <laughs> For yourself, I mean. For myself? Yeah. Oh, at least training most days. Mm. Yeah. Um, at least having my little morning routine. Just like to like get myself actually fully woken up before getting out into the world. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Rather than just rolling out of bed and half in it from the start. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm hearing a theme here. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. hearing it's a real theme. I feel what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so important. Aren't you? <laughs> like show up prepared to attack the day rather than yeah. waking up off guard and rolling out of bed and suffering. Yeah. And then you just like things don't start going your way during the day and you just get grumpy because you didn't start the day well, basically. Yeah. Yep. Set yourself up to succeed, not to yeah. fail. Definitely. Yeah, prior preparation prevents this <laughs> <laughs> What is that? A lot of peas. Yeah, five peas. <laughs> really? Yeah. Where did you learn that? Um, Staggy contractor that no pop steak digger offering. <laughs> I think I do yeah. actually. Yeah. West Coast community. Yeah. You know, old mate next to the big roof with the purple letter box. No, no. Oh, nah. <laughs> That's a sort of chat like when oh, you're from no, somewhere no. really small, everybody knows everybody. Oh, that's cool. From like the house or auntie or something, eh? Yeah. He said that to me when I was like 17 or something. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> so in terms of structure, what sort of level of safety do you feel like that gives you? In safety? Yeah. What with structure? What do you mean? I mean like with structure and knowing what you're doing either for the day. Like if you went to an event and there was a structure, kind of like an outline, mm. do you think that that would be influential to the way that you were during the day? Mm, somewhat. Sometimes when I go to an event, though, I don't particularly like to keep to people's structures because I like doing my own thing most of the time. <laughs> but um, I like the flexibility to be able to, like, come and go. Mm. But, um, like, if it's, yeah, some sort of event, yeah, the structure's good. It's good to know when things are happening. Not just like, all right, we're going to do this now. And you're like, oh, what? Like, not really prepared for that like haven't really prepared my mind for doing that because mm -hmm. it might be something it's a bit of a mental block mm. for you for yourself or something like that so valuable mm. yeah it's so funny talking to men about this because well Darcy and I were talking about this the other day of the setup for our men's event thinking about the flow through like we'll just set you know different stations up and have them flowing and Rich was like I don't think that will work. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, nah. <laughs> Brains are just wired so differently, eh? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really nice to explore that and know how, like, you as an example and you work to work well alongside you, whether it be in, like, a working capacity or even in a re relationship. Because mm. your values are very, like, yes, they're like, kind of similar, but they're still very different. I think you said before, Rich, like, in terms of masculine crave the structure whereas the feminine really wants that wild fluidity right yeah but I, I feel in a relationship the masculine if he can provide a structured environment the woman or the feminine can drop into their flow more mm. because Definitely. they feel like the man has the structure the safety sorted yeah and if it's if the man can't provide the structure and the safety then the mm. woman has to step into the masculine and try and provide that and can't actually tap into their flow. Mm -hmm. 
And like with you saying that, I think of structure a lot different from what you two have shared. Mm. Like I think of structure in a way that is fluid, yep. rather than it being like each morning I do this, this and this, because I know it's going to set me up well, it's more like I'll just see how I feel and then put in what I need during that time. Mm. Which is so interesting. Yeah, right? Structure but fluid. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Structure but fluid. <laughs> I think there are some days where you can, like I do that as well. Like I can yeah. just like, cruise along, just wake up, see how I feel. Mm. At least have like a list of something that I want to do during the day and be like, mm. yeah, I feel like that, that, that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm still going to sort of do what I do in the mornings. Like, <laughs> yeah. Plot around. <laughs> yeah. Go and check the plants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. And so, Rich, I know we started this corridor really around, you know, sharing a bit about your journey. One one piece that I'd really love to touch on um, that you've spoken a little about, if you're comfortable with, is the culture in um, that integrated, like, service response to being in the army and, like, that that um, almost sense of brotherhood where you're supported in your process of growing well. Not growing up, but growing well in your own body and, and mind space. Mm. Do you want to share a little bit in that, that sort of... Are we, we're talking about sort of the um, transition from boy, boy to manhood, are we? Yeah, well... Sort of thing, or...? Whatever comes through. Yeah, so... Yeah, I guess my experience from being in the army, there are some definitely some real positive aspects of being 17 years old and thrusted into other 17-year-olds and getting guided by other men that were older than us. Is that how old you were? Mm, yeah, I was 17. Yeah. <gasps> That's young. Straight out of school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot of it. There was a lot of positives, shitload of positives, mm. uh, being around men who were motivated, um, who were determined, who want to be the best of the best. And so we all saw them as role models and, um, you know, we took on nutrition and, and fitness and mindset from them. We got that fed down to us. Um, there were some bad, bad aspects of like the drinking culture wasn't so great. Um, mm. There wasn't, there wasn't any tall poppy syndrome. I guess I guess, well, maybe there was a bit. There was a lot of bullying. Mm. Um, I definitely played my hand in some bullying to, to sort of wean out the ones we didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, Oh, you mean remove them from that kind yeah, of... Yeah, well, yes. pretty much remove them from the army, yeah. So mm-hmm. the, we would call it barrack justice. <laughs> so, um... We Fuck! Would, uh, we would wrong. remove the weak ones. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we were in the mindset of we wanted to be warriors and we wanted to be the best of the best. So mm. that, was, that was how we did it, right? We, um... The best of the best hang around and, and, and we got rid of the weak ones. So mm. there were some bad aspects. But then also some good aspects. Um, but I, I feel like... The good parts were really great. I've got some amazing mates from the army still, um, and they're all doing amazing things in life. Um, and they're all good men. Mm. Um, they've had some, some down times from leaving the army to, this is quite a, tr- a grace period, transition period, to sort of learning to live the civilian life. But, um... Civilian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that's, there's, there's a lot of that that's missing in our society is that transition from boy to manhood mm-hmm. um, and that ritual that celebration um, where we almost join the army and they mould you into a warrior like there's a, there's a transition there's a celebration mm. um, you know there's a uniform change there's, there's all these things that build up to it um, mm-hmm. and there is a, an achievement 
Do you think that could be translated in the civilian world? Obviously, we're not changing uniform. Mm. Like, ha- how do you think that could be done well in the? I think. The, yeah, civilian. Civilian. World. I think. I think. Um, bringing them together and 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 taking them out of the environment, putting them in something uncomfortable, and you know, maybe making them feel quite uncomfortable, then, then bringing them around with some healthy conversation, and then explaining to them what what they can achieve as a man in, in, in society, what our role in, in, in society as a man should be, mm. and then having some ritual, some celebration to welcome them into manhood. And so you're talking about like teenage years or adolescence, right? Yeah, yeah, probably like around um, 15 and 16 year olds. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think there would have been impact for you as a 16 year old, babe? To be in, in a space with with all men in a testing environment where you got to have like devices stripped away that's what I'm perceiving anyway mm-hmm. you think it would have been influential to you? Yeah, yeah definitely like, I started work on the lines when I was 16 so yeah mm. it's basically like sort of same same in a way but it's just the army and power lines like there is like barrack justice there as well yeah. and stuff like that like yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. Was it called something different? No, no, no definitely not. It's <laughs> Blind just pe- legion. People definitely, you know, a bit of bullying and giving each other shit. And but also some of that actually, I find, gives people a lot of drive to be better as well. Mm. So it's like you can take it in a negative and a positive, and yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. A but yeah, no, it's definitely sort of similar. Like yeah. starting work on the power lines and you're 16 and you're just in there with all these men and you're just still a boy basically and you're like, oh, wow. I don't even know how to use these tools. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're learning, right, yeah. like off these other males, but, you know, back in the day we would have been learning off our family or our whānau aspects, right? Mm, off our father, yeah. Yeah. As a boy. It's so interesting how different that is, eh? Because then there's so many more concepts of like, I don't know what other people are bringing to work like these other males is it a great environment like what about your culture in terms of the lines do you think there are things in that space that were really helpful for you to grow yeah like I think a lot of like even this like despite giving each other shit and that there's everyone's always had each other's back like they'll always mm. look out for one another which is good um yeah there's a lot of good things like that like yeah mm. it's never been like a <clears throat> nasty place where well from what I've seen anyways like you know people like will try and yeah really bring each other down like yeah 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 it's more like you know if someone yeah someone's not doing too well they'll tell them to pull their head in and yeah <laughs> basically you know <laughs> Is what needs to happen to me that it feels like oh that would hurt yeah <laughs> like pull your head in nasty ah i guess oh. like working with the lines there's, there's there's a matter of health and safety like life and death like you don't want yeah, some somewhat, yeah um young dude who's just not conscious or not willing mm. to put you know not thinking to have your life you know? oh yeah yeah i have my fair share of um servings but <laughs> yeah definitely makes you better for it mm. you're like oh didn't really think about that. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah, the health aspect of actually like the potential to fuck something up, either hurt yourself or other people, eh? That's right, hurt your workmate. Yeah, and I think there's been a big change to policy around that in, in terms of wellness as well. That's why it's important to have that in the workplace now, which is great to know. People mm. prioritising their people. Mm, that's great, that's definitely needed. Rich has a new company coming out, it's going to be founded on that, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Well, thank you for the cordial party, people. Yeah, thank you. Is there anything that you'd like to share to close, Rich? Um, no, just thanks for the chat. Um, I definitely enjoy the work you're doing um, and look forward to working with you in the future. Yeah, See yeah. what we can co-create. Totally. I think co-creation is definitely pretty powerful these days. Definitely. It's the way forward. There's no more lone wolf, hey. No, it doesn't go very far, eh? No. <laughs> Not in terms of community, that's for sure. How about you, babe? Anything to finalise? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for listening, and oh, stay tuned for more epic kōrero with beautiful people. Well done. And just like that, we have another beautiful episode done and dusted with a special guest, or in this case, guests. So we recorded this in preparation to our men's wellness event coming up on the 10th of September. So if you know someone in the Tasman region, please make sure that you send them the deets for this beautiful event. And I look forward to speaking with you soon.